ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Hello, Centerpoint Church. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We are currently going over our Limitless podcast, Taking the Lid Off of Life. We'll be talking about that for the next four weeks. This is a four-part series. Thank you for listening. If you like, please share with your family and friends so we can spread the word of God. What's up, church? Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast again. This mm-hmm. is Britt. I'm the youth and young adult pastor here at Centerpoint Church. For those of you who don't know, Ooh. I am joined today by Kyla. Hello. By my friend Ivan. Good morning. By my friend Chris. Hola. And we are so excited to talk about the Limitless series. We actually went into the last installment today of the Limitless series. Mm. And so, uh, as you guys may remember, the first week we were talking about being all in for Christ. You can't go partially in. The second week we were talking about giving up everything for Christ as a disciple. And the third week, last week, we talked about abiding in Christ, being pruned uh, in order that we can continue to bear good fruits in Jesus. Amen. So uh, today we're going to be going into the Holy Spirit. We talked about the Holy Spirit today, but first, it is freezing in Florida so today. It's yeah. like I love in the, it. Yeah. You love it? Oh, gosh, I'm outside reviews. with no jacket. This what feels is wrong so good. With you? Oh, it's I terrible. immediately stepped out, put on a t-shirt, a hoodie, and a puff jacket, because oh, that's me. Yeah. I am a baby when you it comes to cold. You look good like that. It's the only right. time you get to wear real clothes in Florida. I love right. it, too. Layering just looks so much better, right? Fashion-wise. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at you, Kyla. <laughs> I, you're, you're, I thought that was a great. Yeah. Females know Listen, that layering. This, it's all about layering. Oh, the style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this um no, this Yankee loves the Florida. So <laughs> I, I I am happy to be down in the warm weather, and well, I do not like this. Well, there you go. A couple of questions just to get us started. Just be a little goofy. Uh, do you prefer? We'll start with Kyla. You prefer? So you just said it. You prefer warm weather over cold yes, weather. Yes. I okay. moved when I, the second I turned eighteen. Okay. I was in my car driving to Florida. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Ivan, what about you? She needs to be more thankful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love cold weather. I love hot weather. I don't care. Boy yeah. shorts or, or full on, you know, snowboard gear. You make it work no matter uh-huh. what. Yeah, I love it. Easy breezy. Chris, what about you? See, I, I was born in Ohio and I moved here when I was seven, just long enough for my body to adapt. And of course, you can't see me on a podcast. I'm extremely pale and fair skinned. <laughs> so the sun is literally my nemesis. Like I hate it with a passion. Redhead, I can't go outside skin. more than 10 minutes without sweating. Um, so when it's like this cool, I'm, I'm, I'm on cloud nine. I love yeah. it. That's I, awesome. It's a gift, man. I think the light of Christ shines through you easier. Yes. <laughs> you know I'll saying? take it. <laughs> right, right. Thinner <laughs> air, thinner blood. Yeah. You know, just easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For Reflective. me, it's uh, it's like the extremes, right? The ex- When it comes to the extremes, I'm taking hot. Like I'd rather it be extremely really? hot than extremely cold. Yeah. But when it becomes like that middle area, like like it's probably a little too cold for me today. Like 40s, oh. that's kind of my like, yeah, 40s, yeah, yeah. 50s. 60s though, like I'm taking that San Diego weather. Like, so yeah, I take the cooler weather just because I like being outside playing sports. And yeah, it's so much more tolerable. Like, yeah, whatever you want. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah, we we had a church full of bundled up people today. You thought it was a, a blizzard, like I, up north. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> some people with like four layers. I'm like, how are you alive? Uh, no, that's me. I'm at three right now. <laughs> okay, I could go for a fourth. No. Give me a blanket or something. No, no. no. it's, it's chilly like the kid out there. From the Christmas story. He's just walking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh exactly yeah, right, right, right. I can't get up. Uh, <laughs> that's how I wish I was right now. I was just oh, laid out no. in my bed, bundled up. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. Um, just to give you a heads up, obviously, Eric is not leading us today. He's an incredible leader of this podcast. Amen. Yes. Um, we're struggling. Yeah, this yeah, well, we were watching videos on how to do this. <laughs> we're, the equipment. Yeah. It's like Tutorial. the blind leading the blind over and, here. Hey, and who was who was in those videos teaching us? Eric. I know. <laughs> I know. In his video. We need him yeah, back. Yeah, give so. him an applause. Yeah, so today, he usually is prepared with questions, with like the setup. He gets us going in conversation. My leadership style is this. 
What'd you guys get from the sermon yeah. today? <laughs> so for real, I want to hear your points. Any anything that you guys wrote down? Any notes that you took? Because that's how I function. I, I kind of sit down in a sermon. I'll listen, and as things really light my heart on fire, light my brain on fire, and I start thinking, I'm like, that's good. I need to write it down. Yeah. So that's kind of how I work and learn. So I want to hear the same from you guys. I know we we took some notes this morning. Um, so what we'll start? We don't have to start with anybody. Whoever wants to volunteer and start us off. What is something, a point that you grabbed from today that really lit you up today? That I'm going to start calling Avery Squeezy. Squeezy. No, squeaky. Yes. Squeaky. Squeaky. Oh, squeaky. This is, this is not, yeah. We got to call Squeak. Avery Squeaky when, we, when Squeak. we see her. Squeak. That is, that's that. Did you I have a nickname, Kyla? Just, I mean, he would call me Kai Kai. Kai Kai. I don't know if she like still that. does. Cool. Um, but yeah. And he tried to get Ashley really on red. He wanted to call oh, her red. Oh, she went about that. Oh, no, 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 she squashed that quick. But it was funny because I was in their garage yesterday and I saw an old baseball jacket that had red, red. on it. Yes. Like he was really pushing was that pushing narrative. It. Yeah, yeah. And it, she was like, Mm-mm, it's not red. working for me. That's so funny. <laughs> I wish you didn't yeah. share that. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh don't I'm call her. She'll gonna, she'll check you, you real quick. Pray for, but, pray for the team. Oh, <laughs> I like how when Eric's here and he like leads us, we're like, stay on point. And I lead. And I'm like, yeah, what'd you guys get from the message? And we're like, that Avery's name is Squeaky. <laughs> right? like, yeah. what, right. what do we get today about learning about the Holy Spirit and his role in our life as disciples? Uh, anybody have anything? If you don't want to start, I, I, I'd be happy to start us off. Um, I know as he was starting out the message, he was kind of recapping, you know, the, the previous weeks. And something, uh, he made a point of God having control, someone that's in hot pursuit of his plans and his purpose. Mm. And this is a cheesy movie, but it made me think of the old phrase uh, in Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby, when <laughs> he kept saying, if you ain't first, you're last, right. which of course, as you watch the movie, you realize makes no logical sense whatsoever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it kind of stuck in my head because that is really what God is seeking. He doesn't just want you to be half-hearted or to get started and, and flop out. It really is an all or nothing. If you really want to truly learn how to disciple, it's about committing your entire life to following the Lord. Um, it can't be uh, lukewarm. It can't mm-hmm. be half-hearted. It can't be something that you just get bored with and kind right. of fall out of the habit. And then he mentioned about abiding in Christ. Um, I actually looked that up. It's amazing how we think we know a word, but we look up the actual definition and it kind of yeah. reminds us. And um, if you look at the Greek word of the word abide, um, it really talks about some other words it uses is to dwell, to remain, mm-hmm. uh, to be present, and to be held and kept. So that's not something that, you know, you can just have a short attention span and walk away from. He's seeking something that is consistent that you have to constantly work towards. And that's not easy in our culture. We really like to, you know, five seconds later, squirrel, you know, whatever's <laughs> going on. That microwave um, it's, a deep, it's a deep intimacy. Yeah. Yes. It's like into marriage. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Forever, you know, this relationship. Yeah. yeah. Commitment. Covenant. Yeah. Kyla, anything to add on that? Add on to that. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I know. So uh, something I want to jump into. Oh, okay. Talking about, well, just because I'm so sorry. I'm so, okay. so, no, no, go ahead. I thought you were well, saying, let me tell you what I was thinking. No, no, you go. go. You take it. You take wow. it. Wow. Okay. So he was talking about this instant gratification we just expected to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And then it made me think of something Pastor Tom said when he talks about, you're, you may have those seasons of spiritual dryness. It, mm-hmm. it happens. Yeah, but don't live there. Yeah. Don't make that your permanent residence. Don't make yeah. that your home. Get out of it. Push to get out of it. Well, usually just because you made it, though. You know what I'm saying? You're right. not, I, I know for me, like, it's God was speaking to me today when you're saying, you know, you feel uh, thirsty. You feel dehydrated. Mm. Are you going to the water of the word? Right. You know, are you, you know, drinking from rivers of life? And I have that. I'm like, yeah, guilty. Right. You know, we complain about the spiritual dryness, but what yeah, are you doing to get yeah, out of it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this was too very like a, um, this was 
first, you know, sometimes we listen to messages and it's, it's like, okay, that's, you know, sometimes geared towards more for people who are maybe more, uh, new spiritually. Sure. This is kind of wherever you're at, wherever you're at spiritually, you could be new or a seasoned, somebody who's been going to church their whole life mm-hmm. and really committed. Um, where are you at spiritually? Yeah. Are you, um, because if you are dry, um, it's okay. It's okay to be there, but to acknowledge it and move move out of it. And that was the one thing that really um, was encouraging because I think about many times in my life where I've been dry um, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually it is what the things that he said. You're you're distracted. You have a million things going on. You're maybe working a bunch or whatever it might be um, to address love. it and to, yeah. to acknowledge it. Um, that doesn't mean that you're not, you know, so it's a way for you to you know, dive back into that. Uh, so that it was, it was cool that this particular message, no matter where you're at spiritually, however, you know, advanced you think you are or mm-hmm. unadvanced you are, uh, everyone can get to that dryness. And yeah. so yeah. why, it, why though is insane to me to think, uh, no matter where you're at in your walk, he's the source of life. And if we're not abiding, if we're not in there, you know, Give it, you know, you've forgotten your first love, you know, your first fruits, all this. Right. You know, he's a source. Mm-hmm. And to, to not fully understand that, mm-hmm. that you will not have life outside of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then we, we jump back in the world and kind of make God some sort of accessory mm. to our life. Wow. Yeah. That's insanity. It's yeah. totally counter or anti-Christ or enter what the teaching of the Almost uh, like going is. to the vine when we need something. Yeah. Only when we need yeah. something, right? And we're but not, not, we're not consistent to be prepared in every situation. Yeah. We should be, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm, Chris, I'm sorry, I'll get out of the way, but, um, you know, sometimes I hear, you know, God blesses those who bless those, you know, he's looking for pipelines or whatever. Right. Well, not really. I, th- I think God can use an unbeliever as a pipeline and bless, you know, he takes from sure. the evil and give, you know, blesses his people, whatever. Sure. Uh, I think it's more like a tree. I feel like it's that tree planted by the riverside. You need to be permeated by the water of the word. Right. And you're not just a pipeline where water's coming through. It needs to permeate to the point that you mature and you produce fruit right. and then you can feed others. Wow. You know, okay. God uses you to feed others right. as he's blessing you as a tree. You have to take it in. And um, if we're not there, why should we expect fruit? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then if we are trying to offer that fruit and not being plugged into the You source, got nothing. What kind of fruit we offering? <laughs> nothing. Not very, it's not very nutritious. Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually a perfect segue because he another point he made that actually I think relates to that a lot is he said, you know, people when he was showing the pictures of of, of y'all as little little people, um, yeah, he, was talk, he was talking he was talking he made he made the comment of, you know, right. you kind of want to stick there in that point in time. And when you really think about new believers and whether you've been saved most of your life or you're a fairly new believer, um, it kind of made me stop and think about that. You know, whenever you are an adult, whatever age you consider an adult, um, you, you, you sort of think, why would I want to go back to there? Because I was so young, I didn't know yeah. anything. But it's, it's also back before you had went through a lot of the hurts you had gone through, before you had a lot of responsibilities, before you were really old enough to understand what you needed to understand. Um, so a lot of people get stuck there and go, I just want to be in this new walk. I want to... Um, I forget exactly where it is in the word, but it talks about you get sort of like a mother's milk. Mm-hmm. You have to grow to food eventually. Yeah. You have to get deeper in that. You should um, be teaching others. Why you, you yeah. should be on the meat of the word. You know, you're still yeah. on milk. 
it's and, like a marriage, though. It is. It is. And um, and the other thing that made me think <laughs> of is um, this isn't a one hundred percent accurate statement, but it um. It's interesting with thirst. When you think about physical thirst, when you're really parched and thirsty, the more you drink, the less thirsty you get. However, when you're a new believer, it's almost like building a new habit. It You kind of expect like, I'm saved now. I just accepted the Lord. This feels amazing. I, I, I'm choosing this for my life. Why is it so hard to get into the word? I kind of, it's not really there yet. Spiritual thirst in some ways is the opposite of physical thirst. The more and more you do it, the mm-hmm. thirstier you get. Yeah. Yeah. The more and more yeah. you're going to want to dive in because you, right. you're, you're in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You're starting to understand His instructions. You get more and more thirsty, which is the opposite of physical thirst. Right, that yearning for growth and maturity. Yes. And, and, and that's where it plugs perfectly into what he talked about with a lot of people with the, the picture he showed mm-hmm. of, of you and, and Squeak. And, yeah. And, <laughs> Red. <laughs> and Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. I already texted the whole worship band. We're going to start calling it that. Yeah. And he showed that picture and he said, I wish I could go back, freeze it for five, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And he says, how many Christians do that with their walk? Yeah. They become infants. They become new believers. They, they enter the faith. And they stay infants for 20, 30, 40 years mm-hmm. because they're not doing what Chris just talked well, about. Well, the issue the, there is yeah. discipleship or lack yeah. thereof. Right. And, and then ding, 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 right? Like that's this whole sermon mm-hmm. series, right? Is the limitless life and discipleship and, and, and discipling others and making. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. I mean, I like, um, you know, whenever he, from Ephesians 5, 18 through 20, which I'll read it to you, says, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Mm-hmm. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts and give thanks for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and so obviously, as the resident alcoholic here. (laughs) I think about um, what it says. So former, yeah, right. (laughs) Recovery. Um, So don't be drunk with wine. Um, So I, listen, I I haven't done a theological, what this actually means back to it, but in my mind, it's really not talking. It talks about what wine does to you and it it numbs you, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It makes you not really present and feel all of the feelings that you need to feel. And that's why people drink. Yeah. And um, so I think about that and how when you're in recovery, you're forced to feel everything and the importance of it. And um, that's what I think it really talks about is really feeling what it feels like to be filled with the Holy Spirit wow. mm-hmm. and what it feels like to really be singing those songs of praise. Um, and you can't be numb by the outside things. And I don't think it just applies with wine. I think mm-hmm. that's just a correlation. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's and numb. Coping, yeah, numbing. like whether yeah. it's... Um, you know, work. Yeah. Uh, addictions to work or yeah. to, um, people like your, you know, maybe a spouse or, or kids right. or whatever it might be. Um, it's, it's really feeling what it like, I don't know, to me, but being filled with the Holy spirit right. is not being distracted by all the outside. Um, and that's good. And it, it begs the question, sorts. what are you abiding? And it goes yeah. back to what we learned last week is, is, are you abiding in something else to, to numb that pain and or numb whatever you're trying to get through? And or are think, you abiding yeah. in Jesus? When Who's you, the source? I mean, this all just fits together, right? When mm-hmm. you really, truly feel the Holy Spirit, um, kind of like as as an alcoholic, when you feel the freedom of, yeah. even though you have to feel everything and it's like, oh, I hate this, there's so much power in it. And then yeah. you want it more. You just mm-hmm. want that that um, that Holy Spirit to just continue sure. to flood you. Love the light. Um, mm-hmm. but that's, that was my big takeaway. Yeah, that's amazing. Love that. So good. I used to, my 30 second testimony was I went a drug dealer, but I sold enough that I have to pay for it. I used it when I was alcoholic, but it's my bottle of mezcal. This, the worm is mine. You got to get your own. It's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We dated scrippers, and a lot of my friends are dead. That's the 30 second, you know, in the elevator testimony. 
But I used to tell people, from here on out, I'm going to get high on life and drunk in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I've tasted and seen that the right. Lord is good, and there's nothing compared. It's, nothing. You can never act like you never taste it. Once you right. taste it, you know this is light, and you fall in love with it. And no matter how bad it hurts, you got that's where you've got to live. Right. Yeah. Um, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Let's, let's shift. I think that was an awesome stopping point to that portion of the sermon. I want to spend a couple minutes just— And on, I'll be honest, it's because he— he, he, and the Bible talks about this, but the, but the way Pastor Tom put it today was so powerful. I want to talk about the gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. We talked briefly about the gifts themselves, mm-hmm. but I love what he talked about of what— The one fruit. What are they for, right? Mm-hmm. They're not for us. They're not gifts for us. Mm-hmm. They're gifts for us to give away mm-hmm. and to bless the church. Mm-hmm. And the Bible is is— clear on that it even talks about when you're talking in tongues don't talk in tongues unless someone is there to interpret because yeah. then if you're talking in tongues and no one's there what to interpret you're, you're you're yeah, yeah you're gratifying yourself you're building yourself yeah. if you're not building up the church and i think so, it is for you too though i think sure it's, sure it's, it's both sure yeah, no and yeah. and there's the you know you can get into the whole yeah. that's your intimate prayer language right and so yeah. when you're when you're alone yeah. and with the lord and you're praying yeah. in that that's the holy spirit praying yeah. through you right and the, the bible also talks about the holy spirit groaning nonstop yep. for you in prayer. Right. And, and so I, there's that there's a place for that too, yeah. but I guess I'm talking more the corporate worship. When you're yeah. in corporate worship, these spiritual gifts are meant to be used to edify the, the body. Of so the body, right? And so, yeah. So let's healthy. talk a little bit about that. Spiritual gifting um, um, and that, that whole idea about edifying the body of Christ as opposed to us individually. Mm-hmm. Anybody have any thoughts or any takeaways that they had from the, the spiritual gifting aspect? No. <laughs> <laughs> Honest answer. Um a phrase that kind of hit my brain as he was talking about that is, that was great. I love it. <laughs> I'm literally pulling away from the mic. I'm dying over here. Though, so. Oh, gosh. No. I love it. Yeah. Um, one, one thing it made me think of, um, being a guy, uh, I, I think I can speak on behalf of most men, that we don't like to read instructions. We like to try to figure <laughs> stuff out ourselves. Like when we yeah, get something yeah, yeah. from Ikea, five, we're, yeah. like, we're like, I'm going to, these 528 so pieces of wood and nuts and bolts, I'm going to figure out myself. Yeah, baby, don't worry um, about the car with three wheels. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we have this habit, of, you know, nowadays of wanting to do everything. You know, we know how to do this. Um, and I thought about how he talked about spiritual gifts. Um, it, this wasn't meant to be done solo. Mm-hmm. It wasn't meant for us to be done ourselves, to figure out ourselves, to go and just just have the answers naturally, magically hit our brains. Without, that ain't even fun. With it, without get, exactly without getting into the word and to the point we're making about the whole idea of the church is to bless others. It's it's not um, meant to be solo. That's kind of the 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 sentence that stuck out to me a lot. I don't even think he said it verbatim, um, but that when we're with a body of believers, any gifts that he that the Holy Spirit gives us. Um, is meant to be used for others. And I had that, ana- that analogy in my head of like, I can do this myself. I don't need your help. I don't need the instructions. Well, that's an anti-relationship. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, a, the definition of not to be done solo is you, you don't have a relationship. Yeah. He, t- he was talking about connectivity. That's the word he was using, yeah, connectivity, yeah, 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 the, yeah. connecting everything together. So that's really what stuck out with me is, um, again, just reiterating what you said. It's just your your spiritual gifts are not meant to be um, primarily just for you. It's, yes, you can be blessed through it. Yes, sure. you can grow from it. Sure. Should be. But the purpose of it is to help others, yeah. um, to always, you know, while you're being mentoring, you should always be striving to mentor others as well with whatever the Holy Spirit has taught you so far because right. there's always someone else around you who has not yet gotten to that place in their walk. Right. So. We talked about that at the Gospel Cafe a couple weeks ago. The yeah. Companion planting, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that was living good. In that was a good word you brought, Britt. Appreciate you. The, the living in community, living in support. We've talked about how there are certain plants you can plant in your garden to keep pests away, to yep. keep to keep uh, moths away, to keep roaches away, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Not only that, but when you plant plants Soil. together, they're stronger. Mm-hmm. They yeah. can they can mm-hmm. withstand root, the heat, they can withstand right. the wind. Yeah, the, the the storm. Like 
And so that's the same for us. And I love that God's creation, you can see things in, in other creation that depict perfectly how he meant us to be, right? It, yeah. It's a perfect mm-hmm. illustration for how it's the same Design. for us. We're stronger together. And so you talked about connectivity. Let's, let's shift again. This is perfect. We can close this up with the three gauges that he gave us at the end. So we'll talk mm. first about the fellowship gave, the connectivity. We were not meant to do this alone. So when you all feel like you're in this dry, spiritually dry season, that first gauge you can check is what kind of community am I in? Am I, am I, have I secluded myself? Have, have I isolated myself? Y'all, look what happened during COVID. Yeah, Isolation was not good for us. Uh, uh, anxiety was on the rise. Depression on the rise. Suicide on the rise. We're not meant to be isolated. Right, and, and so mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not. I'm not taking a shot at COVID and the isolate that we. It was. It was something we felt like we had to do to limit the spread of COVID. But I'm just saying the example of mm-hmm. when you're living in isolation, you decline. And so, mm-hmm. what are some things when we check that connect that that connectivity or the or the, the fellowship gauge connectivity? What are some things we can remind ourselves or, or do in order to get out of that rut? Well, I mean, there right now we're doing groups. I mean, there's group signups. I mean, there is there's. S- just as for me personally, just the interaction that I've had, I mean, even me, like I've been, I've led groups yeah. and the amount of times that the group people have led me instead oh, wow. <laughs> is, um, just powerful. Yeah. It's not, you, you get so much out of it. Yeah. Um, and so that is one way, I mean, I highly encourage if you're listening to this to check out the groups because they will change your life. Uh, you'll learn from them because obviously you're going to select a group that you are inclined to want to be part yeah, of so many and yeah, and then so you many. connect you with people them. that are on the same level because there's a right. reason why they picked the group sure, too sure. um whatever it might be so uh, and even that highly yeah, recommend yeah you'll meet people that are on that same level you'll meet people that are a little maybe on that, that next level that you can aspire to be like you can meet people that you're even like you said yeah. that you're leading yep. yeah i mean you're gonna see every every walk you're gonna see every, i like to be with people i don't even or who are completely different like yeah for, for me and chris probably the same thing and probably you guys too because you've been in ministry for a long time like the worship band is like a small group for me yeah yep. you know and but when you're around musicians all the time, it's really healthy and feels great to be around <laughs> firemen and nurses and people who don't have anything to do with with music sure. or mm-hmm. some form of art. You know, you're like, man, you I get along way better with you <laughs> <laughs> than the people I've been playing in a band with for you like know, ten years. Padre always says, "No one grows in isolation," uh-huh. and all that means is you're never going to change, you're never going to become better, you're never going to learn different things if you stay by yourself. Right. You're not yeah. intended to. You cannot isolate and and expect. You know. Nothing changes if yeah. nothing changes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. I've been on it with these yeah, one-liners yeah, today. They're yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. That's an oldie but a goodie. That's all I got to Love it. Love it. Join a group. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, join a group. So that, that's fellowship game. Join well, a group. And no, serving. Real. I mean, yeah. the church itself is the solution right. for, to defeat isolation. The church is a community yeah. of believers in Christ. And it's it's by design. We can have community. Um, I, I, I think the, uh, the term uh, for church is actually... It can be used for secular events and gatherings, right? Uh, and uh, I think it's either, I can't remember if it's in Hebrew or um, where we get Ecclesiastic. Um, ecclesia. Um, that didn't have to be a church. The key is that is a, a fellowship of people in sure. Christ. Right, right. Right. So we're in fellowship with Christ together, mm. a body with a head. Sure. That's the power. Right. Yeah. And you can assemble all you want, you yeah. know, but outside of that abiding in Christ, we're not, What's it gonna we're, do not for you? we're not the church. Right. We're not the body. Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's go to that next gauge, the praise gauge. Your worship. Mm-hmm. I love he he went back to God inhabits the praise of his people. He told us the story of his dad 
who was told if you if you don't sing, you're going to get a D. If you do sing, you're going to get an F. <laughs> so I do remember seeing my grandpa, and he'd always stand the exact stance sure. that my dad my dad said, and I never really thought anything of it. Now, I liked what he said, that he didn't believe that my grandfather wasn't worshiping. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what would it actually be if he actually sang? Yeah, that right. teacher really sucks. But I know. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. That teacher, you don't tell that to. Yeah. Yeah, that was back in like, right. I don't even know. Probably back there was the 1700s. The rulers, <laughs> the paddles, I don't know. The rulers, the paddles. The, paddles yeah. the holes in it. So it's arrowed, you know. Yeah, yeah. My dad, oh, yeah. My dad, okay, quick side note. My dad got to sign his, his middle school teacher's paddle because he was in there so much. Wow. <laughs> He's wow. on the wall of the paddle. Oh, yeah, his paddle wall. Oh, man. Now, yeah. to be fair, I have been told many times to not sing as well, and that has not stopped me. Hey, so, come on now. <laughs> Your daddy sings good, but one time I asked to get the uh, the pastor's mic put in the— because, you know, I got these things jammed in my ears, 20 yeah. decibel dB cut. Okay, that's redundant. But 20 decibel cut. I can't hear what he's saying, so how can I get behind and lift up what he's doing? So I was like, can you put him in the mic? <laughs> and I didn't tell anybody else, and I had him in the channel, and all of a sudden you hear your dad like, oh, Jesus, you, you got daddy. <laughs> and it's like, everybody's like, where is that coming from? And I'm like, oh, it's on, it's on 14. <laughs> can, I get a, can I get a set of those, those head, headsets next time? I got to hear this. Yeah, yeah. That's happened before. I've heard that. That's yeah. great. But no, but seriously, like, like mm-hmm. yeah, you, not, again, not saying your grandpa wasn't worshiping, but man, what? What else could he be experienced yeah, by just, just, definitely. just lifting that high, right? Like lifting his Never voice. Never let anybody steal your song right. for the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Your on. voice for the Lord. Yeah. Your praise. Yeah. Never. Man. And so, so Chris, another another guy on the worship team, what, yep. what is something, how can we check ourselves in this area? Oh. How can we encourage ourselves to do it more? Because I know, I know people, they get nervous about it. Right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, so what can we do? Um, you know, Ivan, I think you can relate to this as drummers. We don't normally worry about words or, or chords. We're just there to give the rhythm, get the beat, keep everybody yeah, together. About it. Um, but I know something I've learned throughout my life, um, is the importance of, it's very, very, very easy to fall into the unseen habit of, I know this song, I'm going to sing the words. I know the melody, my memory striking out. I'm singing because it's air quotes, what I'm supposed to do. Sure. Um, and so often I spent about half of my life worshiping the first half, literally just, oh, this is a song. La, 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 la. This is how it goes. I totally Did you grow up in the and, church? Yeah. yeah. Uh, most of my life. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, um, but then when you actually, it's amazing how you can sing a song 50 times throughout your life, but then one day you stop with no one else around and you just read the lyrics and take time as if you're reading the word of God. Yeah. And you actually sit it there and take time to ingest sometimes. it. I'm like, yo, this song blessed me. Yeah. Like, Dude, we've been playing for two yeah. years. This is yeah. the first yeah, no time joke. you realize. Yeah. No joke. Same and for so, me. And so I'll say that, especially for all, uh, anyone out there who feels sub, uh, subconscious, yeah, who feels uh, conscious about, I don't feel like I have a singing voice. It's okay. It's more important to meet it in your heart than to sound pretty to everybody else around yeah. you. But that you're is talking so to much him. more important. You're singing to him. Uh, yeah. A lot of times if we read a new song, I don't sing it until I read it. I'm like, I want to know yeah. what I'm saying to somebody. I'm not just going to repeat yeah. some words that I don't even understand what they mean. Exactly. Yeah, man. It, it, the turning point for me was end of high school, early college, and I, I was in a, a worship setting. And yeah, yeah, Kyla's got her nose sitting. <laughs> and uh, it was a worship setting, and I, I saw people worship differently for the first time. I saw people moving around, dancing, yelling and singing things that weren't part of mm-hmm. the words part of the song. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just telling, mm-hmm. they're just yeah. they're just talking to yeah, Jesus, just, just worshiping Jesus. Yeah. Whether they're talking to him or whether they're, they're heaping praise on him, they were mm-hmm. worshiping Jesus. In a different way, and I was, like, heart. I was like, "Man, this isn't just a concert. This isn't." And my whole life, it, I it wasn't that I took it as a concert, but my whole life was that—just reading off the screen. Yeah, reading off. These the are screen. the words, you know. And now, man, I 
it's rare that I'm singing mm-hmm. the words that are on the sing yeah. uh, on the screen now because I'm I'm just talking to him. Is that well? That, props that, to that, your that, parents that, that they trained up a child and the way he should go. You know, a, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, yeah, it's got to be you. It's yeah, gotta, it's a yeah. it's not a relationship. Yeah, and so yeah. that's my encouragement during that worship time, church. If you're listening to this, you come on a Sunday. Um, get out of that mold of having to read off the screen. If if that's you, if you if you're singing from the heart and you're and you're reading off the screen, that's cool. Sure. But give it a shot where you're just saying your own words, where you're saying, mm-hmm. Jesus, thank you for this, or or even singing mm-hmm. and worshiping, but singing those praises that are that are unique to you. Because even mm-hmm. sometimes yep. you'll sing a song and it'll it'll empower you, it'll fire you up, but maybe it's not what you've experienced. It's not exactly what you've experienced. Mm-hmm. Sing what your praise is. Sing, yeah, sing what's out of your Lord heart and, your and what's unique to right. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And so that's my encouragement. It's something I've done, like I said, the past about 10 years, 12 years. And it's changed my worship life like, yeah. completely. Put it on its head. So, yeah. Kyle, No, you know, I, re- I remember a moment. Um, we were doing the National Day of Prayer in downtown Pittsburgh. Um, goodness, I was in high school. And Ashley was there. And they were videoing. They were not... But uh, they were videoing um, the, the teenagers worshiping up at the front. And it was, it was a news media, you yeah. know, so somebody, some channel from Pittsburgh. And um, I remember seeing Ashley move from the back to the back of the audience um, because she didn't want to be videoed worshiping. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because she didn't want, um, you know, the, obviously there's a tension that, that's great. Um, to bring towards Jesus, but she wanted a moment with God. And yeah, I remember yeah, in that, see, right. that moment, I think I was 13, I was young, but learning from her That's so cool. what worship was to yeah. her, yeah. you know, it's which tragic. was more than just, I, I don't need to be on TV. I'm, I'm here to worship. Right. And that's, um, I don't know if you want to know the power of our worship team and who it's the, the leadership the of it, yeah. but where the heart is. Yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Um, but that, I think that was the moment for worship for me where it shifted, which I don't even know if Ashley knows that story. <laughs> yeah, and that's a but, great point, too. But even just the lifting of hands, right? Yeah. I didn't do that's that discipleship. most of my life. Just it was, yeah, I know. Yeah, no. And it's, it's awesome saw, that you, your sister, you your older yeah, sister discipled you. Yeah. But, but even just the lifting of hands, it was, to me, I was more worried about the thought of people around me. Of, mm-hmm. When I lift my hands, what are they going to think? Are they going to think... Oh, he's over spiritual, or oh, yeah. I know what he's doing outside yeah. of the church. Why You're inhibited because right. you don't want to inhibit other people, right? And so that's why when y'all see go me, to the back, then like like yeah. Ashley did, or get up front yeah. where you don't see them and just exactly. do the yeah. funky chicken until they kick you out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, same. Dude, exactly, you. and that's Before why y'all. And, and every prayer I do after announcements, when I do announcements, talk, I always make sure to mention. Let us forget the person on our right, left, front, back. Yeah, focus on you. This is for you. It's yeah, have some time else. with yeah. your father. Because it's something right. that I've experienced and that's helped me. And so mm-hmm. like I make rich. sure that that's our prayer. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't want to worry about the people around me. I'm worried and focused on you, Jesus. Like, that's all I'm focused on. And I'll just say one quick note to add to that. If you're wondering, you know, how do I kind of take my own personal kind of praise life to the next level? If you've only praised in a church with other people inside of a church building, that is super important. It's scriptural. Yep. It's do biblical. It's the core of worship. But you need to be doing it on your own time yes, as well. Absolutely. It is completely different when you're by yourself and it's just you and God absolutely. and you're worshiping him, not because you can hide in a crowd and hide your voice and hide within mm-hmm. a crowd. You're actually personally worshiping the Lord in yeah. your own time. There's just there's just a different kind of power that's to that. So cool. and that's so cool. It's special. And that's just that's an true. intro to actually just living a life that is worship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you stay, you, you know, as you don't want to come out. Yeah. And right. if you figure out a way to do life like that, yeah. feel in his presence. And, and well, I think that leads into the last point, which was the, it's a mindset. The so attitude the attitude gauge. gauge. Yeah. And mindset. so that, yeah. you know, that kind of segues right into the last one where right. that's Abiding. where it turns into your life. And right. What what is your attitude towards it? Right. Mm. 
Yeah, like the connectivity. You're rubbing shoulders with people that love Jesus, that are that are keeping you mm-hmm. accountable. The worship, you're making sure you're praising Him, worshiping mm-hmm. Him all the time, and then the mindset, right? It's all by it, design. It it's all the word. Changes it, that changes that mindset. I love that He said the people with the glass half empty look at a, a situation or an obstacle and they want to quit. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's every reason why I can't make it through. And then the person with the half glass full is, oh, an obstacle. We got this. How are we going to make it through? But it, yeah. We Where's all have those, those times when our perspective is either full or, you know, or, or sure. in, you know, half empty. Um, and I think that's why we need each other. Yeah. And, and each other is, again, relationship. Right. You know, really serving each other, caring yeah. about each other, talking to each other, spending right. time. You know, just this same point, you know, with the Lord. Um, Keeping that positive mindset. You know, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn right. with those who mourn. Um, Trying to get there, though, for a lot of people who are not uh, feeling it, I feel like what he talked about was just breathe. Yeah, you know, absolutely. alone in prayer, you know, uh, conquer, for me, conquer your dehydration. Yes. Excel and confess sin and misplace priorities. Um, inhale your surrender to God, mm. you know. Just, I think that's... And we can't key. forget the biggest one, right? Bringing that spiritual Stanley Tumblr everywhere you go. Yes. <laughs> All right? like, yeah. I love that analogy. Oh, it was great. My daughter's begging me for one. I'm like, stop it. My Just wife it. told me her Tumblr was broken so we could get her a Stanley. And then when I found her t- Tumblr, I was like, this ain't broken. This is fine. Uh, I think like, oh, uh, she needs a backup. I think, <laughs> I think Sue is selling secondhand Tumblrs at her place. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Like, if you need if you love this church, it's probably down here on the discount. Uh, 50% love if you want. But no, seriously, but keeping that spiritual water in you at all times keeping in and he said how do we do that going to the god going to the word mm-hmm. being in the word and being in prayer every single day consistently yeah. talking to your father that's how you keep that spiritual river flowing through you yep. and um so yeah any closing remarks i think we, we made it through the gauges we made it through kind of, mm-hmm. kind of everything we heard it was an incredible message like i loved unpacking it with you guys today any closing remarks before I got we get one, yeah and I, I just i really feel like uh I don't know if he said it. it maybe it was just implicit, but uh, God wants to blow the roof off your life. You know, he wants to blow the roof off and bless you. Yeah. He wants you he to did. live he a life no that's awesome, despite the circumstances. Yeah. He, he wants you to have an awesome mm-hmm. walk with him, yeah. you know, a, a life worth living, a, a life where you, you feel alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so then I wrote, do you believe that? Do you really believe that? Because I should encourage you. You should want that. That's something very good. Right. That is your life. That is your purpose. That is right. Yeah, your blessing. That should fire you up to to yeah. move. Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. Anybody you else? know, I mean, just I liked whenever he said, "You'll never live a limitless, limitless life uh, without being spirit filled." Mm-hmm. So this was the key component to the whole series, yep. the whole message. Um, so yeah, it was a good, you know. Good question for me. Am I am I dry or am I you know where am I at? Do I need to be more spirit filled? Um, it's a good good question for myself today for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's right there though. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, this yeah. this one's kind of long, so I'll try to keep it short. Um, <laughs> when he was talking about attitude at the end, he 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 asked I think asked the question, "What are you focused on?" Um, and it, uh, I think it was maybe a month or two ago, uh, Pastor Tom was in here. He talked about as you're going through the Old Testament, see where you can see glimpses of Jesus in the Old Testament because he's in there sprinkled throughout. And I'm actually in Job right now. I'm trying to go through a chronological. So I did Genesis and it took me to Job next. And I kind of took that filter that we had talked about, the uh, 
the glasses, the specs, you know, yeah, like yeah, having yeah. having that that filter. Crystallogical lenses. Yes, thank you. Um, and when he when he said about attitude, what are you focused on? It took me to the conversation Job was having with his friends, and kind of a new light hit me this time. I've only read Job maybe twice in my whole life, but this sure. time through reading it, when you go back and forth and look at the arguments. It, you really notice more than ever, what are they focused on? Because when, especially when you're young and you're walk, you read it, you're like, this is confusing. I have no <laughs> idea what the point of this is. Right. They're both making valid points that don't sound wrong. Right. Um, but it's amazing how his friends are always focused on, well, in the, in the Old Testament, it says if this happens, this is what the consequence is going to be. All about the actions and the things. Where Job keeps talking about focusing on God. Yeah. Everything he, he, he jumped around is like, if God is doing this to me, there's nothing I can do to stop it. Um, he, in every argument they threw at him, he literally kept his focus on God right. versus everything around God. And then when he said that at the end of today's service about when it comes to your attitude, what are you focused on? That, that just stuck out more than ever of um, when, you know, when, when you're trying to console a friend, you're trying to give advice, you're trying to be there for them. Don't always just focus on, well, since you sin, this is what's going to happen. Right, this is going right. to be the consequence. I mean, that, there's mm-hmm. validity to that in some ways. Um, but just make sure that your brothers and sisters are really trying to focus on what is God trying to teach me? What is God trying to show me? How can I honor God through this? What is he trying to work through this? And when you constantly keep your focus on God, that's the best place to have your focus. Yeah, that's the gospel. Love it. Love it. Love wow. It. So good. Awesome stopping point, y'all. So remember, we're all in, giving up everything for Jesus. We're abiding in Christ, being pruned so we continue to, to, to produce good fruit Amen. and keep those spiritual waters flowing mm-hmm. through you. Stay in your word. Stay in prayer. Stay asking. What, what did Pastor Tom say? Yes, be filled with the Holy Spirit every single day. Mm-hmm. Give me that spiritual, those, those spiritual waters flowing through me every single day. We love you, church. This is the end of our Limitless series. We cannot wait to hear you guys next or, or be back with you guys next week for our Echoes series. I believe it's a two-part series we're starting next Sunday. Yeah. Can't wait for that. We love you guys so much. See ya. Bye.